Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls from the great place of whatever I'm from. This is me, Manny, Crazy Crockett, Crazy Dre Podcast Show. This is me, myself, and my buddy, Mr. Parlay himself. So great to be here on this lovely 57-degree day in Michigan. Will we ever get snow again? It's supposed to be almost 60 degrees three times next week. Yeah, it's going to get cold tomorrow and Saturday. Yeah. Back to winter, buddy. No snow. That's all right. I've just snow in your house. Maybe Snow Way will show up. Mm. Wow, wow, wow. Ready? I Let's make it snow when I'm with my girlfriend. Oh, hey. Hey. That's an inside <laughs> joke. We getting weird right away instead of the end of the podcast. Am I right? Yes. Getting weird at the beginning of the podcast. I hope everybody's having a great week. I know I am. I'll talk about that a little Job bit. interviews. It looks like you possibly. Yeah. I just finished week two at the casino of training. My times are getting better with Let's riffling and that. shuffling the cards. Let's talk And learning it. more stuff about the inside job. There you go. That's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to it. We got a really good group. We officially had our second person drop from the class, which is so stupid. Like, and it ended up being another girl again, which whatever. But this, you have all these people talking about how, oh, it's a new job and it might pay more and all this stuff. And we have a really, really good trainer named Malika. And she flat out told us all like last week, even if you don't like it, stick out five weeks. That's all she says. Yeah. Stick out five weeks past the quizzes. That's true. And we'll move you. Like yeah. that'd be cool. There's so I mean I'm just unless you just unless you just don't feel like you wouldn't fit in the casino, like they are saying that they will put you in the food industry. They're saying that they'll put you in, you know, cleaning or the sports department or, you know, maybe even the reward section. Like in a casino there is a lot of jobs. You know what? I may just consider applying for that. Even if I have to work in the kitchen, I don't care. That's fine with me. Then we can split the referral. I'll split the 500 with you. Okay. If you stay the six months. I will. My left hand will, too. Okay. You got, they might give you bonus dollars for that. For handy being what? For handicap? <laughs> I'm a half a person, everyone. Sean just made a disabled joke. You're over here waving your left hand. Yep. It still works. Yep. Waving right at you, buddy. Oh, man. So, um, last night, there were a couple of games of upsets. Well, not really. Not the first game. The first game was a little bit of an upset. Illinois had the lead to the whole game. Up 12 with a minute and 12 or a minute and 20 seconds. And I can't figure this out. Somehow. They couldn't hit free throws, and they couldn't. And I tell you what, Penn State's full court uh, pressure last minute and a half minute. Was phenomenal. That's a new coach too. That's a big. That's probably the biggest win of the year. Yeah, I, for me, it is because I mean, here I put a three-game parlay. That was one of my first games, and I put. I had, uh, gosh, who else did I have? Well, you're sitting there thinking that this is a lock with a minute and twelve left, up twelve. Yeah, because I picked uh, Illinois. I picked Yeah, I picked Illinois. And I picked the pre, uh, two other games before that. Or I picked uh, St. John's. And then I picked another game before that. But I, I forget. I think, no, it was Duke. I knew Duke was going to run over uh, Miami no matter what. Miami's looking bad. They're looking worse and worse. Stay away from that team and March Madness. 
Uh, if they make it to the March Madness, take them to only be make it to uh, before the Sweet 16. They may win one game, that's it. I guess Penn State did beat Wisconsin, too, so they have two quality wins. But Wisconsin was struggling. Wisconsin was losing like five, six, five, six games in a row. So I don't even know what's going on with Wisconsin either. Here's another one. LSU upsets Kentucky. Is that a big deal? I mean, LSU is 14 and 12. Yeah. So they're NIT material unless they run the table in the SEC. So I would say it is a bit upset. Yeah. And you actually watched the whole, or a decent part of it. You saw him storm the court. Dude, I just, okay. $100,000 fine. Explain this to me. Why is it the SEC care? I mean, that's the whole spirit of the whole They care world. because I think more people in the SEC have been hurt, like students or f- players have been bumped into more. I think that conference has had the most injuries, either fans or players. You don't think it's going to take away from the spirit of the game? Obviously, the fans don't give a shit. And they still keep charging them, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole spirit of the But game. here's the crazy thing. The, the way this works is it doesn't go, the money does not go, you know, just to the NCAA. It goes to either the losing team. It either goes to Kentucky or it goes to every other freaking team but LSU. So they spread it out with all the other teams or it just goes straight to Kentucky. Like I don't now don't quote me on which way it's broken up, but it literally either goes to all of the SEC without LSU being involved or just Kentucky. Doesn't that be the whole case again fine? <laughs> if you're going to find a team that's going to do something like that, you're just honoring the team that lost by giving them $100,000 or the rest of the conference. And what that is, it, that, that doesn't say much for the, for the winning team. It just tells you, hey, lose more, and maybe you'll get an extra $100,000. Am I right? Well, you got to be good, though. Well, no yeah. one's going to charge the court for beating LSU. No, but, I mean, you get a bad team that has a bad season or a mediocre season, and you beat a really good team, and that's what college kids do. They get drunk, and they get, and they just hammer themselves on the court or on the field, wherever they are. That's the spirit of college football. And we are only one week, college basketball, we're only one week away from when Mardi Gras happened, and it wasn't LSU. Oh, you're right. That's true. There was another upset last night. Number 16 in the country, Dayton went down 21 to 5 against George Mason. That's a big oh. win for George Mason. They're 18 and 8. But they all eight George Mason's always the sleeper. Yep. You can that always final four that one year in 2004. Yeah, they're always there. They're always going to be hovering around the March Madness era. Do you know who's not going to be hovering around the March Madness Ooh. or the or the NIT? Michigan. Michigan. <laughs> Juwan Howard, if I were you, I would start packing my bags. I would go to Jalen Rose, uh, Rose's house and say, hey, can I bunk with you for a bit? Because it's be like college again, bro. Because I need a job. and I don't know where to go. And look, Juwan Howard, this is what you got to do. This is what you got to do. Stop fighting within the, your team system. Stop. Wherever you go, stop fighting with other assistant coaches. And if someone calls you a name, just keep walking away because that's all you can do. Be like Izzo. Go get mad at your players and slap them behind closed doors. I really don't know if he does that or not, but 
He just gets mad at his players. And that's all he really does. I mean, you might want to take a little, um, like you might want to call Izzo for some notes on how to coach your team. So who takes the job? Um, Are there any names that would be, I mean, it's a big program. I mean, a lot of people would want the job. But who? See, I think Michigan's kind of curse with coaches. It's not actually a place where people want to go to finish their career or have a miss or have a little a bump on the road. Maybe your top three teams from the Mountain West, a Utah State, a Boise State, a San Diego State, a Colorado State. Maybe that coach leaves for another $7 million a year, you know, or $6 million a year. Well, I think Michigan needs probably. You know what I would do if I was Michigan? This sounds going to sound crazy. Take one of Izzo's assistant coaches. No, I mean, people do that. I mean, look at what. I mean, a couple of years ago, the guy that was a defense coordinator for, no, 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 for Michigan went into Ohio State football. And this is when uh, I think Urban Meyer was still coaching. And that really did happen. Or one of the ones. Or it was when. Uh, Ryan's one of Ryan's first years at Ohio State. What do you think about the Rick Pitino comment? Oh. About, like, just, I mean, they finally won this week, but he was just like, and then he retracted it and said, okay, I apologize. But, like, but what did he really say? I tried to find that. I don't well, know. He just said the whole system's a debacle. They lost so many games in a row. I mean, St. John's is not the best program. I mean, you left. Mm. It's frustration. You left Iona, which was in a shitty conference, and you turned that program around. Yeah. You are going into, I mean, look, look, St. John's is probably, the Big East is probably the best conference. It's the best conference to watch. It's the best conference to watch before March Madness or any of the league tournaments start. It's fun because all the teams are so close to each other. And the, all the students are so close to each other. And the games, even the worst teams on that Big East Conference, they can have a good game against a really good team in their conference. But going back to what you're saying, you know what it is about P- Coach P- P- Patino? It's age. Age is catching up with him. This is something like, okay, for example, at Ionia, or Ionia, whatever that team. Iona, yeah. Iona. Those guys were in the bottom of whatever their scholarship was. No yeah, one looked, turned them around. No one looked at them. No one cared. They tried to go to Georgetown. They go. To, they tried to go to Michigan State. They tried to go to UCLA, USC, wherever they wanted to go, and no one had any faith in them. And Coach Petrino, when he got there, he said, all you guys got to do is listen to me. And those guys focused that because they had no other place to go. When you get to a higher, better conference, those players are like, ah, you know, I don't really give a shit about the first five, ten games of the season. As long as we make it to the March Madness, then I'll play for you. And Saint John, when you think about St. John's and Rutgers, they're the ones that are in New York playing on the back streets while everybody else is being recruited. Yeah. You know, that popular, whatever, Rosemont or Rosaria where the NBA players get drafted. Well, I think... I think the one thing that you got to realize about places like St. John's or places like the Big East is that they get guys from that area to go to those schools. So they have to all share the same 
schools or high schools or JV schools to have players play. And I think, to tell you the truth, I, I will tell you this, St. John's isn't an, an easy place to coach. No. I mean, there's a lot of coaches that have come in and gone through that. System. Not a lot of white kids. No, but I'm just saying a lot of coaches go through the same system too, though. They've gone in that system, and they just don't stay because it's a really difficult place to play. Because you got Georgetown, Providence, all these other schools. Every all those schools, UConn. I think UConn's in that division, right? UConn, yep. Yeah, UConn's going to kick ass. Marquette. Yeah, Marquette. Creighton. The thing Butler. About, yeah, look, all the all those players are from that region, most of them. So you stay home. It's kind of like. It's kind of like if you are from Lansing, you don't go to Michigan. You go to Michigan State. Even if you know that Michigan State is going to have a bad two years, you still will go to Michigan State over your arch rival. And that's the same thing about kids on New York and New Jersey and that area. You're just not going to go to, to a school where all your family members have gone to. You know, you're just not. So do I think it's a good fit for Patino? If he can turn that system around within two years, and you got to remember, this is what, his first year there? Yeah. So, I mean, they're 15 and 12. I mean, if they make the NIT, I'm happy with that. But look, look, it's your first year there. Get your guys getting going. You're 60 some years old. You're old. He's probably older. Actually, he's probably older than Izzo. But he is. And that's what it is. I think that's really what it is, is that he doesn't have the patience to coach mediocre players. To be great, and do I think that Kansas might have that problem? Maybe in the in the, in the new in the new f- future. Yeah, I mean, so so the guy's getting old. Dickinson can't really play; he slows the whole offense down for you know for Kansas, and that's what he did at Michigan. And that's something that people need to realize: in order for Dickinson to work, you have to have good shooters. So when Burke and all those guys from Michigan were there. I don't think Burke was there during the, the Dixon area. But I think those that who was that shooting guard that plays for Miami? That plays for Michigan. That Robinson, was, Duncan Robinson. Huh? Duncan Robinson? Duncan? And who's the who that, wait a second, who's that white guy that's not a Canadian white guy? For so who? For Miami or whatever. He played for Michigan. I under, mean the only one I know is Duncan Robinson. Well, there's a couple other guys. Well, already. there's a couple other guys. There was at least one, one or two white guys that could shoot for Michigan, but that's how Dickerson got to play so well. And there's another uh, shooting guard or yeah, point guard, the little point guard for Michigan that was really legit. It's gone blank in my head. For what team? Uh, he didn't make it. He made. He, like he's in the D League. He was with uh, Utah Jazz for a minute, hmm. but, but, and that's the thing about Can- uh, Kansas. You you got athletic big guys. You look at Kansas team; they're all big, but they can't shoot. They sometimes look like they 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 look like they can shoot, but I'm what I'm talking about is like the consistency. You need to be able to consistently shoot, and that's what makes college basketball so great is that not every player can shoot so they have to play their part some guys are good at rebounding defensively some guys are good offensive rebounders some guys like to are really good at driving in and some guys pull up for a 15 footer and some guys need to get set up like dickerson 
And that's just where it is. But Pertino, be patient. You're old. Just let the system run its course and and hope for the best. Does Purdue regroup after losing to Ohio State this week? They're going to have to. Play Rutgers, they're favored by 14 and a half. They're going to have to. I mean, look, it's only, what, their third loss of the year? Yeah, they're still a number one team. See, I'm telling you this, though. I think that team can go out within the first two rounds. Because their point guard, their point guard for Purdue, he got a lot of praise on the radio and on TV when I was watching that game. But to tell you the truth, he's not that quick. They're you know? probably the weakest one seed. Yeah. I would take UConn over them. I would, oh, take the, yeah. I would take the Houston defense over them. Mm-hmm. And I would take, I don't know who the, that last one's going to be yet, if it's going to be North Carolina or Kansas or... North Carolina is another team that's not that strong. North Carolina can get knocked out in the Sweet 16, too. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I would take North Carolina over Purdue. Oh, yeah. I mean, as, as we're winner. saying the weakest one seed link. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's very true. That is very true. Yeah. Yeah, so college basketball is. We're, we're conference tournaments. We're two and a half weeks away from conference tournaments. Yeah. Yeah, this is a, this is a week that. Michigan can't even make it. I don't know. Like U of M would have to win total out of the Big Ten tournament. There's no way for them to get in. They only have eight wins, right? Eight and eighteen. Jeez, they look like Detroit Pistons. Did you? At least they're not Detroit Mercy. One in twenty-seven. Yeah, but I mean, look. Oh my gosh, I gotta find this. (laughs) I gotta find this. Look who I'm gonna show you this. Are you excited about the NBA coming back tonight? Not, not excited. I was speaking of this. Look who Detroit Pistons signed. Buddy Beam to a two-year contract. That is sad, dude. He's not even that. He wasn't even that good with his dad at Syracuse. That's who he is. Well, he's been in the G League. He's been moved up on and off. Dude, that's horrible. He's not even legit, you know. Dude. We get rid of everybody that's good. We had Chris Middleton. We had Halliburton. We had Tobias. We had Chris Middleton. Huh. All in the draft. We, just, we draft them, and then we say, we fuck it. Let's trade them. Let's trade the best players in the NBA. So that means Kellen Hayes is going to leave. I mean, he's gone, but he's going to be great. He was, he was a dunk. He was a lazy practice player, I heard. What about that? They moved him up again, the Orlando Magic from the G League, and we go back to Sunday. The same kid, McClunklin, gets a home run or gets the dunk contest again. A huh. G League champion again wins the dunk contest. Huh. This kid's from Texas Tech. He's only five foot eleven. It's better to be short to win the, the slam dunk contest. Spud Webb. Yeah, Spud Webb is the man. I remember that. My dad's like, look, he's like, he like he's short like you. Thanks, Dad. The Isaiah Thomas that played for the University of Washington. Oh yeah, that was great. That's awesome. But are you excited about the NBA tonight? The Pistons uh, are back. Sure, I'm playing I, the Pacers. I would take K for points. I would take. You I take the spread of like plus twelve and a half. Is it at the Pacers? Yeah. No. I would stay away. I would know what I would do. I would take. I would know. This is what I would do. I, I would take the points with with Ivy. I would take the points with Cade. 
then I would say San Antonio is playing tonight too. So I take that rookie, Web, uh, what's his name? Wabonimo or whatever. Wabonimo. I say his name. And then the 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 guy from uh, Sacramento Kings, his dad played in NBA. Sabonis? And him for points. Most definitely. Those are the guy. Those are the five guys that would take. And if you're not sure about the Pistons, and you are a Nets fan or you're a Celtics fan, and you watch the Celtics, or whatever, pick two players on the Celtics teams or two players on the Phoenix Sun teams with with the San Antonio guy and um, Sacramento guy. It's a bonus and um, Webo. Yeah. Guess what I'm not excited about tonight. What? Well, of course, the game is on TNT. And guess who motherfucking's not playing? Even though he played in the fucking All-Star game, we all know who the real fucking GOAT is. It's Michael Jordan. He played every goddamn game. LeBron's not playing Thursday. But we can play in a shitty All-Star game and score 300 points and only score eight points in the whole fucking game. But let's go up against the Warriors four days later. Oh, I'm going to sit this out. All right. You know what I really think about the NBA? What's wrong with the NBA? It's got too easy. I think they need to change the rules. I think they need to go back to body checking. So if someone drives to the basket and you graze their body playing defense, that shouldn't be a foul. I think the air fouls when guys are driving and hardly a touch to go to the basket should not be called. Bring the hand check back. Yeah, I think think if you look... Correct me if I'm wrong. Anyone that's from, from Philadelphia or New York who participate in those street basketball games. But correct me if I'm wrong. Do people still hand check or somewhat body check playing at Rutgers or street ball? There's no way any of those guys are calling fouls on, you know, having their stomach out a little bit. Or- yeah. A hand check. Yes. Yeah, you will be called a pussy, excuse the French, or a wussy if you call those fouls. Yeah. Crack me around, Ron. I w- if I, I might have to go to New York this summer. And now it's funny, you know how much the, those guys sell tickets there now. You know yeah, that? because sometimes the NBA players come back and do retreat or do games on that because it's so famous. Yeah. That one that begins with an R. At, at Rutgers? Yeah, whatever outside stadium. Yeah. Is. But I don't know that's. I don't know if that's very much true anymore. I think, I think back in the seventies and eighties with Dr. J and all those, uh, uh, Sweet Earl and all those guys, they did that. I know Kevin Durant's done it in the last few years. Oh, he has. Okay, see, I didn't know that. But I would, I would like to go to New York City to watch a Yankees or a Mets game during the evening, and then go to a Rutgers tournament in the afternoon. I mean, I don't even know what time they have those tournaments, but but I would like to see if they actually play the way that the 1980s and 1990s used to play. I'm not sure. I, mean, I, I, think, I think the last person I remember doing that was Kobe Bryant and Kevin, Kevin Garant. Of what? Back in the day, that played in Rutgers, but I don't know about uh, Durant, Kevin Durant. And there's some charities out there at Rucker Park. I, I know that that Garnett done it. Yeah. And I know Kobe did it, 
But I don't. I can't see Reggie Miller ever doing that. Even though Reggie Miller's a straight up killer. Killer. Shooter. It says right here. Even current NBA players will come to Rucker during the off season to be part of the Rucker Park legacy. Yeah. See. So they'll do it once in a while. You don't know when. But. Yeah. But see, that's the thing, though. I would. I. But that's the one thing I would love to do, is go to, go to New York and watch one of those tournaments. And the NBA would have to take notes. But I think everything's way too easy. I mean, the three guys who are European players, Greek the Freak. Giannis. Giannis, Greek the Freak, and... Luca. Luca, they all said... And then the other guy? Are you talking about the new French guy, or are you talking about somebody else? Uh, well, whoever, but I know mm-hmm. three of them that we just named said it's super easy in the NBA to score points. Well, yeah. when... I mean, we just talked about this All-Star game when they score 350 points, when... You remember some of those all-star games when it was like 110 to 111? Yeah. And that was like regular games where you wouldn't see a lot of points go over 100. But all-star game, I'm okay with 111, 110. You know, you're putting those super teams together, so who cares? That's only 12 points more than whatever. But when Luka goes down and misses a dunk, and I don't, like I said to you earlier, and then the Dame, Damian Lillard, just for shits and giggles, it's not a buzzer beater shot, it's... Seven minutes left in the second quarter. Shoots a half-court shot. 50, 61 foot, 53 or 61 foot and swishes it. No one's going to take that fucking shot with seven minutes left in the quarter. No. No. They just... And I was watching other people on their <laughs> podcast. And what, actually, I think... yeah, No, I think it was on, on TikTok. And I was watching a little bit on ESPN. And the thing is that the players don't respect the fans no more. They're not there for the fans. That they're there to get paid. And that's really what it is. They know that they have to do it every year. And to tell the truth, I don't know if they really should even have all-star games anymore. Because no one really cares. Like, when was the last time you watched the NHL all-star game? Um, not in a long time because the scores are high. What was the last time you watched the Pro Bowl? No. The only one I've, I have, I will admit I've watched the baseball because they've made it more entertaining and the score only ends up being like three, four or three tops or something like that. Well, it's, I think the reason why it works for baseball because no one can hit that far of a home run. And those guys can. Not to say LeBron or, or any other NBA players can't, but like Dwight Howard did a couple of years ago. But... No one really can do that. Only certain guys can do that. And baseball is just more difficult to play. You made me chuckle because you brought up Dwight Howard. Yeah. What did, yeah so what did a three-point contest in yeah. fucking Japan. Only, only way possible that Dwight Howard would ever be in a three-point contest. You know, he was in three-dunk contests, one, two of those. That's legit. He's hypeful. He's good. He's whatever. But I'm not putting a... Dwight Howard, three-point shooter out there that averages 22% or 25% of making threes in a contest. It was a joke. It is a joke, but for people... (laughs) What was it, Japan or China? China or Japan, whatever league he's in, overseas. You know, Chinese people love American athletes. Yeah, Uh, Stephon Murray won fucking four championships over there, and they put him on a statue and made him a god. Yeah. So sad. They got he got more money being over in China than his fucking shoes. I think. Yeah, it's so sad. But Marbury was a legit player, actually. Too. I know, and it's too bad he. I don't even think he was hurt. I think he just didn't fit in. Remember, uh, Laura, Laura, what's that guy that punched? 
KJ in the face. And Lorenzo Wright? No. No, the guy that punched the coach that used to be. Oh, Pedro Cholesterol, Charles Sprewell. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, Golden I mean, State, Minnesota. That's the same era of Stephen Marbury. I mean, guys were like, no, play me or else I'm going to punch you. <laughs> or choke you, whatever. <laughs> now players can't even get on the court because like, no, no, my feelings are hurt today. That'd be, look, NBA is going, hey, first of all, not to be an asshole, but why is your commissioner of NBA look like a effing alien who has never played a damn sport in his game, in his whole life? I don't even know if he th- even knows what basketball is. Look, I don't know. That commissioner looks so out of place. And, I, and I'm not trying to be a jerk, but it'd be difficult for me as an athlete to listen to a commissioner that just looks like he just doesn't know what he's really talking about or doesn't know what sports So I got a question for you because we're always talking about betting and this one just came into my head and I talked to my girlfriend about this. And she doesn't, obviously she goes to the casino a couple times when I go, but doesn't it? Now, we all knew, I'm going to football right now, we all knew that there was a streaker and we didn't know that there was two streakers. This came out this week. The guy that ended up being the streaker that... They said that he somehow placed a bet, but I didn't know it was a, this kind of bet, and I found out this week. So he made $385,000, okay, off a specific bet. But the bet that he made was that a fan would go onto the field as a streaker and put $50,000 on it to make 385000 Those two fuckers were the ones that ran on the field. Oh. So fifty thousand turned into three hundred eighty-five thousand nice. dollars. Now you know this because we've watched baseball, basketball, and football, and we all know running on the court is an automatic ban from that sport. So unfortunately, now this guy doesn't get to go to any more football games ever in his career. Don't matter what say, but who cares? He went to Scott three hundred. He got three hundred eighty-five thousand dollars. Yeah, it's a ten thousand dollar fine. Who gives a fuck? You yeah. know, you just made three hundred eighty-five thousand. Yeah. I don't, this is the one thing I don't know how many days in jail it is. If it's 10, I, this is where I am. I was joking around with my girlfriend. If it's 10 fucking days or if it's a buyout of $10,000, I'm calling up my girlfriend and bailing me out because I just won. It is not a motherfucking felony. It's only a misdemeanor. Yeah. So my question to you is, if you had $50,000, fuck it, if you had $25,000, would you take it $25,000, which would turn into one seven about, I'm just doing the math here. Half of that would turn into 175 K yeah. and go be a motherfucking tricker. Yeah. And make that bet in Vegas. I would. I certainly would too. So wait a sec. Did he make his, he, made he put $50,000 in Vegas on the bet that he, there would be a streaker in the game. And then he jumped on the fucking field in that second quarter. And then there's another guy that did it too. Yeah, they were teammates. I don't know if he made the oh, bet, wow. but they did it together. See, that's that's pretty so. Smart. I mean, even if even if you guys did it together, like if we planned it and we both had to pay ten thousand dollars, I mean, we both have misdemeanors. That's twenty k. Then you're banned from all football games. But you got you already lived out your dream. You got to go to the Super Bowl. Twenty k, ten days in jail My- for three hundred eighty-five thousand dollars split. I would do it for being split. My bet is this. I know that sounds so bad. But. No, my bet is this. I bet FanDuel and... That bet is completely gone now in the 2025 Super Bowl. 
end for the rest of its existence. So yeah, because of these two guys. Yeah, but you know what? If I were them, you don't I, care. You don't care. No, no. If I were them, I would never say anything. But why you made that bet? I would have kept the hush hush and did it and did it again at or, a different game. Or find another buddy who would do it <laughs> and say, "We'll bail you out. We got you." We'll even make the bet for you. Yeah. <laughs> That's if you do it, we'll make the bet for you, and we'll give you 40%, and we'll take 20-20. That'd be funny. That'd be great. Sorry. I know I switched subjects there, but I, I had to say it. That'd be funny. I just saw that in an article at ESPN. So, spring training today. 14-1 Dodgers. Sean thinks it's hilarious that the Dodgers is killing the Padres with uh, no major starters for uh, the Dodgers, but San Diego's always got bad pitching. And Sean has said that he will take the over every time that, that any play, any game plays against the Padres. That's actually a really good bet. That really is. In baseball, oh man. I mean, may, the only game I might not take is, is if their ace is pitching. Maybe that's the only time. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. That is true. I mean, Darvish gets rocked. <laughs> yeah. What happened? The only guy I might not do it on is Joe Musgrove because Blake Snell got traded. So, yeah. Wait a second. Where did uh, Snell go now? I don't know. Wow. While Sean looks for that, there is a particular guy that has retired from MLB, 2015 World Series champion. Kansas City. Kansas City. His name, oh my God, what is his name? I just had this written down. That's not it. Where is his name? Uh, His name starts with an H. How you don't become unorganized doing a podcast by phone. That's for sure. Um, can't believe it. Who's first the first baseman? Hoser? Yeah, Hosmer. 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 Eric Hosmer, 34 years old, retires. 2016 All Star MVP. 13 years, 276 batting average, 198 home runs. 893 runs batted in. Uh, again, oh, 2015 was uh, champion. Uh, he's responsible for keeping the game alive in Game 5 for a time on the run against the Mets. Uh, when he left the Royals, he had a eight-year contract with the Padres with $144 million. He uh, was traded in 2017 to Boston, and he ended up his career in, in the Cubs, but he basically was in the minor league system at that time, and then he decided to retire. He's starting his own sports kind of online thing, I'm not really quite sure what it is. Uh, anybody that's expecting Otani to play, in spring training, do not bet on that. Don't be stupid. Um, Aaron Judge. So Blake Snell, 
It's a free agent, and the three top teams looking at him are the Los Angeles Angels, the San Francisco Giants, and there is a source that says there is a offer on the table as of February 19th from the New York Yankees. So he's a free agent. Yeah, no Yankees. Actually, you know what? He probably played good in New York. Just had him as your fourth rotation guy and just let him pitch like four innings and then pull him. Well, yeah, and then he'll probably have one game that he throws a perfect game. Yeah, yeah. That's probably a good pick. If you need a guy to, to pitch five or six or seven innings. He still had, I mean, he still, even though his record was shitty, he still had the best ERA in the fucking league last year. Because yeah. for some reason he had the best ERA because when he pitched, he made it, you know, the five or six innings and the score was 1-0 and then the, the, they lost by fucking 12. Yeah, the Padres. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Padres. Yeah, Padres have a problem they're not scoring enough runs and they bought a bunch of bats. But that, there you go. Uh, Aaron Judge is still complaining about his toe that he uh, busted uh, last year running into the fence at Dodger Stadium. It's been a while for you busting. What? Yeah, I know. Well, you know, don't worry about it. There's someone special in your life that I know. (laughs) But, But, yeah. So he missed 43 games, 42 games. So Aaron Judge, overrated or underrated or what? He's still going to be a horrible player. Okay. And the Yankees are still, they have Soto. Right? I still like the Blue Jays in, the, in, the, in Baltimore to be better, better. But why? Because now they have Soto, they have Judge, and they have... Who cares? What's Soto do in San Diego? Nothing, but it's a home run derby in that place. It's a little league baseball field. Have you not listened to my podcast? Who am I talking about when I say little league baseball field? It's the fucking Yankees. I've never seen a baseball field built for handicapped people like myself. I could hit 20 home runs if I played for the Yankees. That'd be impressive. That would. Hey, I'm be the greatest Yankee player. And you might be able to do it with your left hand. I know. Look, my left hand doesn't even work. See? Bam, 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 bam. It's a true story. Isaiah Stewart suspended for three games officially. I just came out. I thought he was already suspended. But the assault charge is dismissed. You didn't know that part. No, I didn't know that part. But I thought. He, I thought so the he, three game suspension you already knew, but the assault is dropped. But now he's doing it again. Another three game suspension. Detroit needs to get rid of that guy. You know why? He's not a three point shooter. Stop shooting three pointers. Your upper body is way too big. You look like Macho Man Randy Savage. What do you think about Kevin Ollie as the new head coach for the New Jersey Net, or the Brooklyn Nets? Vaughn gets fired. He's got it. He's got it. Got a national championship. 2015. UConn. Come on. Let's get it over with. Come on, folks. How many times can you get rid of a coach just because you have a bad midseason? Or like the Bucks. Bucks are still doing bad under Doc. River Doc Rivers. That Doc needs him himself a doctor himself to recheck his brain. He even said to Milwaukee Bucks, <laughs> "Why are you firing him over for me?" That team, you know what? Again, the problem with the NBA is that guys understand that's 82 games a year, and they don't have to try. I would still take the Celtics over the Bucks. Well, I don't know. You got Litter, and you got Giannis, and you got who else do they have? They have um, Chris Middleton, Middleton, Lopez. Yeah, and don't they have that have that Hollywood, Hollywood? Hollywood? They got Brock Brogdon. 
the Bud Bobbing. They got Patrick Beverly. Dude, I don't get it. I think the thing, though, that NBA needs to stop doing, I think based on what we were talking about, the rules and hand-checking and all that, but to be honest with you, I think they're going to have, have to like either cut the season from 82 to 52. The games are much more inclined to win. And then make and then make a March Madness kind of deal for the you know, for the playoffs. So every team makes it. So no 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 uh <laughs> mid mid break, mid winter break, uh no. <laughs> tournament in the middle of the season in Vegas. That's another handicap, <laughs> really. yeah. That's just stupid. No one cares. The it's mid season championship is for people who are not good at things and then give everyone a trophy. Lakers got another championship in there this year. <laughs> Just kidding. LeBron, a joke. LeBron James. Sean's favorite player. Never. He loves him more than Michael Jordan. Mm-mm. Do you really like Michael Jordan that much more? Are you really a Chicago Bulls fan or do you just like... I feel like you grew up in the era when Michael Jordan was good, when Scottie Pippen was great. I don't think that you could ever remember when Michael Jordan was bad. For the Wizards. Well, no, he still could put up 40 points. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, he would have good games, but his team would stink. And if it wasn't for Scottie Pippen, that team, well, i say this. If it wasn't for Phil Jackson and Scottie Pippen, I, I think Scottie Pippen takes too much of credit for it because Horace Grant was a beast. Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. No, but Steve Kerr was the second three-peat. It was John Paxson. Think about that. He's got eight championships. And, and Steve Kerr. And Hodges. Well, he's got more than that, doesn't he? Five of the Warriors. Five and... Three, three. of the Bulls. Didn't he win one Did with... Did he win with the Spurs? I, he I, might have nine. I think he's got nine. Jesus. But it just pays... Look, if you look at... If you want to look at any film on how good you have to be as a basketball player, watch Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr wasn't that great. He was legit pretty good. But to tell you the truth, he wouldn't be that good in the NBA of today. I just don't like LeBron because for two reasons. First of all, he lied about there's no way he got that fucking Hummer way back in high school. Then he has to do this all fucking show to go. We all knew he was leaving from Cleveland to go to Miami. Everyone says that. And then if you're not hurt, Get on the fucking court and play. But it's not the NBA like that no more. No one cares about... These guys don't have to care about... They don't give a shit about the fans. No, but... Because look at... I mean, like I said, once again, this could be the... I've said this multiple times on the show. This is the... war. It's a Warriors home game. Maybe this family, I don't care if it's your daughter or if it's your son. This is the only game that you can afford to go to. And you're looking forward to a Curry versus LeBron matchup. I mean, I know they don't guard each other, but this is what you're looking forward to. You could only afford one game all season long, and this is the game that you decided to spend $500 on, and fucking LeBron doesn't play. Jordan showed up every fucking game. Kobe showed up every single game. Magic Johnson, Barkley, Larry Bird. Isaiah. I'll go back to the Pistons. Isaiah, Joe, Lambier, they all played. But, you know, okay, what is the I'm difference? I'm not just saying Jordan. I'm saying that yeah. era, I guess. Sorry. No. So, think about I this. I do love Jordan more. Think about this. There's one fundamental difference between that era and this era. Defense? No, but there's one big one. The big one is this. Besides Michael Jordan, all those players beyond Jordan before and a little bit before Kobe, I mean, a little bit after Kobe and Shaq, 
All those guys did not make $135 million for four or five years. Yeah, $50 million a year, yeah, $40 million a year. Exactly. And that's the problem with the NBA right now. You get a lot of these guys who get paid. Michael Jordan even said it himself. You give a lot of these guys big money and they have not proved themselves nothing. Patrick Beverly is probably making more than what Scottie Pippen ever made in his one-year contract. Yeah. But think about it. That's the biggest difference. And you know what? I would tell you this. All these players... The league should not blame the players for this. The league should blame Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. Because Michael Jordan, when Michael Jordan came back after retirement, remember he got paid three years. For three years, each year, he got paid $46 million a year. So Jordan changed the economics of the whole financial game for the NBA players. If, if they were to keep it the same, those basketball players wouldn't be playing basketball anymore. That's it. It's a very iffy, ishy thing to talk about. Because if you keep people like Michael Jordan from not coming back for $46 million a year, the NBA would probably would have died a lot faster. But because you pay him more than Isaiah Thomas and the Magic Johnsons and Larry Birds and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's and all that, you're now all these other players that come after Michael Jordan are not expecting that much money. So you're killing the league in two ways. You're killing the league by not paying the players enough money or you're killing the player by paying them too much. And that's the big thing. And all these players now, I don't think they're that dumb like Michael Jordan by spending money, shooting, gambling, shooting darts for $100,000 or Playing poker. Taking a golf shot. Yeah, they probably better financially with their yeah. money. So all these guys who are making fifty, sixty million dollars a year, they're getting in contact with, with the right people. And yes, there are some people like Walker who blew a hundred and some million dollar contract and he had nothing from the Boston Celtics. Oh, Antoine. Antoine Walker. He's probably a good example of a basketball player that was dumb as a rocks. When someone gave him that much money, he just like, Hey, I just this not a Latrell Sprewell. I can't pay my family on $20 million a year. Yeah. I mean, that's... Can't feed my family on $20 million. Well, you, I mean, if you put your pucker in every girl, you got 300 kids, right? Yeah. So all those kids are going to get at least 1500 bucks a month. Yeah. But that's, that's another story about that we I'm not going to get into it at all <laughs> because we could talk about divorce court, about men and women versus women and divorce and all this and all that. But... The reality is this. Michael Jordan is the greatest beneficiary of big-time money. Tiger Woods just recently was knocked off from Nike and went to TaylorMade and makes a percentage of whatever his uh, logo is now. Who would have ever thought that Tiger Woods would have went and joined another company? I don't, but you know what? That's because, Jordan, that's because Tiger Woods is going to make money off his new logo. He was not going to get any money from selling anything that had TW. And I really do think that TW is a lot better than that, that Tiger logo that he has. And there's like 15 stripes for how many uh, uh, um, Champions. championships he has or majors that he has. He's got like over... You're nine. still like one away, right? No, he's like three away. He needs three to tie and one, and one more to win. So he needs... Actually, he needs like 
to be at 19, and he'll never get that. Because the last time we were on air, he was playing, and then within four hours later, he's sick. He dropped, yeah. And a lot of people say that he had a flu. I don't believe that. I think it was his knee and his back. I really do. I don't think it was his knee. I don't, I don't think it was his him having a flu. I think it was his back and taking meds for just for him to walk 18 holes. And it's really sad that that he is now have to carry the PGA Tour. Since we're on golf, before we go to the baseball a little bit more and make a few predictions here. But are you looking forward to the big PGAs coming up? Like April, the Masters, no, Masters, Augusta. It's not going to be, be disappointed. It's not going to be the same. I mean, are you going to allow David Johnson? You going to allow um, uh, Deshambo in it? Are you going to let Bubba Watson in it? Are you going to let uh, John? Uh, what's his name? Rom. John Rom in it. I was going to say John Ram. John Ham. <laughs> John Rom in it. Who are you going? I mean. There's no one in there besides what Shuffler. Maybe that's it, right? And maybe Rory. Yeah. Look, and the problem with the PGA Tour, other than the Japanese guy, yeah. I mean, yeah. But think about this. Think about this. Your your purse now is twenty million dollars for all the average golf courses that everyone goes to every week. But that's the problem. $20 million is not enough. And they're going to do the same thing. And they already destroyed, the, they already destroyed golf because now these golfers are getting paid $150 million or $200 million or $300 million to join Live Golf. So they did exactly what these Live Golfers are doing exactly what the, what the MLB and, and, um, and the NBA and the NFL do. They pay their players a big amount of money, and now no one's watching the MLB, and no one's watching the NBA, and everyone's starting to go back to hockey. Why is that? You know why that is? Because it's a tough sport, and those guys knock each other down, and it's they're not really there for the money. They're well, some well, everyone that you do a professional sport should play for the money, but. You're there because you're happy to be playing in a league that is elite. Okay. Right? Don't know how much time we have, but we have to talk about a little bit here. Let's do it. You know, we're in spring training. Yeah. And, I mean, last year, we all know that Tigers over under was your motherfucking favorite number, 69. 60. He just loves that number for multiple reasons. He loves to do 69, I guess. Um, anyway, that's not, if I had a chance, I probably would try again, but Hey, it's been this dry. Is, it's been dry as a Nile river in Egypt. It has not been any of this. <laughs> anyway, Motorboat. this is a very, I'm, I'm going straight to the tigers because I wanted to know what the over under was. This is almost a motherfucking trap. What is it? 75? No. It's 80.5, which means they have to go 500. They have to go 81 and 81 for you to win that bet. Wow. That's almost worth it, though. So, but you take the under, it's a better option. So, over 80.5 wins is minus 112. 
under 80.5 wins is minus 108. You know what? You're saying they're going to go 500. No. I don't know. They're going to be better than last year. They're going to win in the 70s. But do you think they can really go 81 and 81? Well, I mean, I'm thinking 78 and 82. Or 84. 78 and 84. You know what? I think, I think if they go to 84, they're going to have to have at least two 10-game winning streaks. Or like eight or nine-game winning streaks. That's, eight, that's six, six losses under. That's, yeah. a, that's a nine-game improvement. Yeah. I mean, even if they win 10 games more than what they were, that's 79. Yeah. Even if they improve by 11, that's 80. Yeah. That's still under. Well, you think they're going to win 12 more games than they did last year? I think the thing that they're hoping, though. The Sox that, do suck, though. Well, well, we'll get to that because the Sox are going to somewhere else in the world, but they're not going nowhere. They're staying in, in Might get a new stadium. They should get a new stadium. But the Tigers will probably have better pitching. A couple guys already are in a situation where they're – that last year – well, actually, what they did with Wentz – Wilson Wentz, I think, they're pulling him in the bullpen. It's a smart thing to do. And, and Mize is coming back, Casey Mize. And they got the guy from uh, the Japanese or Korean guy from uh, Minnesota. So they're going to have a couple more veterans. I think if the Tigers can get a better pitching, I think they could do it. I think their hitting is questionable. But the guy, Serez... Right. So the White Sox over under is sixty three and a half. I Good God, it could be a long season if you lose one hundred nineteen games. I would take that sixty three. Up over. Yeah. So sixty four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe would. a tag team of them if you can take the under eighty one mm-hmm. and the over sixty three. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. But 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 let's be honest. Baez has got to be able to hit a baseball. And stop going for baseballs over his head. Right? And Carpenter coming off from a great year. And Turkison. Turkison's coming around. I mean, I, I really, a lot of people that I work with said that they're disappointed with Turkison. But he did hit 31, 32 home runs last year. So I do like, I, I mean, it's his full, first full year last year. And I think he's going to improve. Do I think he's going to hit 31 home runs? Mm. I, mean, I, I won't go 25. If he can get 25 home runs, and if he can buy as he can get on base more, and maybe hit 20 home runs, and maybe un, a little over under 100 or 90, I would say a little bit over under 89, 90 runs batted in, I, I would take that. So if you put those two together, White Sox, you know, over 63 and a half and the Tigers under 80 and a half, it's plus 2.65. You throw, you throw, if you, if you, I mean, you, the way we bet, if you threw a 50 at that, that would turn into 183. Yeah. That's a pretty good bet. That is a good bet. So, I mean, if you're a gambler and you don't want to do, you know, individual bets, you got 50 bucks and you're saying, I'm going to throw this into 182 games. Think about that. That's like fucking 50 cents a game, 25 cents a game. Mm-hmm. And you game. can pay out 182. Yeah, because you got to think about this. You're not just betting 63 or 81. You're betting from all the 161 games each. 
So that's how you come up with 25 cents. But yeah, I mean, that would be good bet. But here's the thing. Who's going to win the World Series this year? Who's going to be the sleeper this year? I mean, there's no way. Well, the Rockies still suck. The Padres still suck. So Arizona could make the playoffs. They did add Eugene Suarez. They kept who they were supposed to keep. I mean, can we talk about who's not going to make it? The Tigers? Angels, White Sox, Tigers. Royals, A's, Tigers, Rockies. But all those names you're naming. Washington. There's got to be at least one sleeper in that. Who's gonna be your sleeper in that? Who's gonna make not it a the run? Pirates? Who's gonna if I'm gonna have to take, if I have to take a sleeper for a run, yeah, because who, who, no one thought of Arizona or Diamondbacks. Miami Marlins. Okay. All right, Miami Marlins. Now the Tampa Bay or Seattle. Okay. Miami Marlins or Seattle because they remember Seattle's in a very tough division and they got rid of Eugene Suarez, but. You're, I'm assuming that the, the, the World Series champs will get the wild card and win the division. We all hate fucking Houston, but you don't bet against Houston not making the playoffs. No. <laughs> They're going to make the fucking playoffs. Yeah. 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 I mean, who wins the division? Is it the Twins or the Indians? It's probably the Twins again, right? Twins? Are the, yeah. I like the Twins. I really do. Speaking of Twins, Hall of Famer, Maya Mera. Joe, what's his name? Joe Mayer? Joe Mauer. He made the Hall of Fame. Okay. That's pretty cool. Okay. Lifetime Minnesotian. Well, I like that. The whole career. And he grew up in Minnesota. Pretty awesome. That is pretty cool. Who wins that division between the Pirates, the Cards, the Brewers, and the Cubs? Let's be honest. The Cards can't be as bad as they were last year. No. No, they can't. Brewers don't have a new coach. No. Craig Council went to the Cubs. I mean, the Pirates are not going to make the fucking playoffs. Oh, the Reds. The Reds. I like the Reds. I like the Reds. I would love to see the Reds make the playoffs, the take that division. Actually, you know what? I'm going to say this. Pirates are going to be that sl- sleeper team in that division. Just to make the playoffs. You're not saying win a ring. No. No, they're going to be the sleep of that team. They're going to start kind of iffy in the beginning. Oh, they may start real strong and then kind of wave off towards the end of the year. Of the year. I, think, I think that there's any team that has a good first half of the season, you're going to be in the playoff hunt unless you go lose 30 games in August like some teams. So my are. two teams that I'm going to say out there are sleepers are both in the National League. It's the Reds and the Marlins. Okay. If I have to pick one from the AL, it's Seattle. Yeah, I like Seattle because they got Tim Johnson. Or what's his name? That was White Sox. No, Tim Anderson's with the no, Marlins. Yeah, yeah, Tim. Oh, Tim. Yeah, okay. To wait, wait. What? No, wait. He went to Marlins. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Nice. And the Marlins just barely missed the playoffs last year. Yeah, yeah. They need. Yeah, they need. Yeah. He's just, yeah. Seattle's got that Rookie of the Year last year. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Rodriguez kid. Yeah, that kid was a lot of fun to watch. I they just, got amazing pitching still. I just love baseball. baseball. You got Jamal Crawford, France. I do. I just love baseball. Baseball is fun. It is. It's like some people just hate it, but baseball is 
is slow and mathematical and I know that people say, well, they don't score enough or they score too much, but when they do score, it, it's fun to watch. It's fun. You be in the bottom of the eighth, two men on, you're down by three, you hit a two-runner to get a guy on second base, and the two guys that are on base scored. Now it's 3-2. It was still two outs. I think you would even love second base. I like to get to first base. <laughs> That's just a kiss, right? No. Or is that a date? No. Is first base a date? No. Actually, getting to the baddest plate is a date. <laughs> I know. In today's era, you're at the date. first pitch. First pitch is calling a girl. A ball is like, yeah, maybe. If you get a maybe, that means a no. What a foul ball. Foul ball is, is like. Is that a kiss on the cheek? Nope. Foul ball is that you're both drunk and she says yes by accident. Is she giving you a kiss yet? No, Playing with your balls? Yeah, basically. Okay. Tickle, tickle. So a base hit is when you actually might get a kiss. Yeah. A double is boob action. Yep. <laughs> a triple is probably the pants off, and then, you know, a home run is all in. No, no. No, third base is what they call it. it <laughs> no, what is it they call it when you have your clothes on and you're grounding against each other? Oh. What is that called? Sex with your clothes on? I mean, but third no, base, no. couldn't you get a blowjob on that one? Yeah, you could. <laughs> Like, what are we talking? Oh my god, it's just like baseball. That's how that's how we used to talk about. With like, did you get it? Especially you're like, you're your freshman in high school, and you have not got any. It was all about bases. Yeah. So did you see her boobs? No, I guess it's her bra. No way. Did you take them off? She wouldn't let me touch her. <laughs> Shows. How old we are. Yeah. I mean, I want reference to that no more. Sad. Baseball's great. It is. All right, kids. We're going to end it right here. Thank you for listening to Crazy Dre Podcast Show. This is one of the more entertaining ones that we've had. We went, out, we went goofy right away. I think it really helped out. <laughs> yeah. I think it really did work out. See, your girlfriend likes listening to us go. She loves it. So We need to do this more. We need to find Tony out. wants to get on sometime soon, too, but, but he wants another topic. Well, yeah, he needs... He needs to come out here, I know. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you this. The, why, the reason why he needs to come out here first is because he needs to see the setup. And if we, if we go there, he's going to get way too high. I shouldn't even say that because I don't know his, if he can talk about that for work. Well, I mean, if he talks about it, I mean, for work-wise. Uh-huh. So I don't know why. But the thing is, like, when you do it, you got to have to be kind of totally sober and clean. Yeah. Because if we're... I mean... When I did it with Ron, and he was super high. He almost made more mistakes, right? Oh, but you you can't get him focused. You can't get him anywhere. So you kind of have to. Or you'd be like Joe Rogan and do it while you're doing the show with only certain guests. But Tony, I, I tell you what. Tony would be a lot of fun to talk about for March Madness. And or the baseball. NBA Conference Finals. If yeah. we get him during the NBA playoffs, that's what we need. That's what we need to tell him. This is what we're shooting for. Yeah. We're shooting for April playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's yeah. going to be the best show with him. Yeah. The playoffs, NBA, because that's what he knows. Yeah, but yeah. I'm telling you, he can, if, if we do it on a Saturday, he, we still have games on. And if we, well, actually, you know what? It probably would work if we do it like Saturday morning so that 
he can still go home. So the key is we're probably going to have our buddy come out one of these times, but we don't need to talk about all this in the air. I hope everybody has a great weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Peace, love. Thank you, Spotify. Thank you, Apple Podcasts. Thank you, Parlay Sean. Always great to be here. Put your parlays together. Be responsible gambler. Don't gamble if you can't handle it. Uh, Sean's gone uh, a year and almost. It'll be 14 months, months. on Sunday. With no alcohol. I've never met a man in my whole life that drank the way he did, and he does not miss alcohol. You don't have one itch to do it. I miss a little bit of the, the gummies. The gummies? But, or vape, or the vape. But that's to change. Yeah. What, you still got, what, eight more months of? Five. Four, five four more and a half. Months, four months to go to long ago. Because the gummies just make me tame and mellow from ADHD. Yeah. yeah. Cool. But anyway. All right, peace, love, enjoy MLB uh, preseason, spring training. Tigers-Yankees, Saturday. Yep, thank you. Peace. Go Michigan. Go Spartans. Amen.